Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. One thing about me is my family was absolutely an ingredient household. Anna Grace, I don't know where we started this, but Anna Grace was just saying she found some rogue chickpeas of the rock and ranch variety in my cabinet. I was like, I don't know where this came from. She was like, it, it felt like it a, what did you the say? depths of your pantry. It felt like a salad topper. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. like a crouton. Like I was just eating a handful of croutons before we got on the mic. I'm like, yeah. perfect. So the thing that like went viral on TikTok was people like discussing how they came from an ingredient household, how they never had food in their household. Like if my mom would listen to this, she'd be like, we always had food. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here's the thing though, Sharon Kay, love you to bits and pieces, but we did for 100% sure only have shit like bacon bits, a tub of sour cream, um, crackers. There was always hella condiments, sauce gang heavy. Chicken and a biscuit. Do you remember those? Chicken and a biscuit. It's like a chicken flavored cracker. cracker. We always had those. What? Like, do those still exist? They're delicious. <laughs> you know that for a while there, they came out with the dog treat that smelled a lot like those. And I was always tempted. <laughs> Ew, you're foul. See, that's an ingredient in household behavior. My mom always would come home and she would get tortilla chips, put them on a plate for us and sprinkle cheese. I did that. And it was just, that was like, that was it. That was my survival method on my own. Yeah. We usually always had chips and cheese, which I would try to do like that a lot. Not but chill. like- we yeah we didn't have like prepared food in the house like it wasn't there until it was dinner and then it was there and I'm very appreciative for that but like we did not have I said we didn't have snacks and we've talked about this to my mom before and she straight up says like with three kids like I would you guys would beg on your hands and knees plead for fruit roll-ups and she'd be like no gushers yeah or gushers or anything of that sort right and she'd be like no Mm. and then she'd finally cave one day if we were annoying her enough or maybe we did something sweet and she felt like rewarding us she'd get gushers and she'd be like see this is why i don't buy these things for you guys because i brought them home one hour ago and they're gone because my sister would have two (laughs) i'd have two we'd like maybe sometimes give half a pack to my little brother if he was lucky and then she'd be like where'd they go those are for your lunches and we were like girl girl you already know we're eating lunch at school girl <laughs> my mom never packed our lunch we never like had to pack lunch i ate lunch at school i ate lunch at school too. girls that did that guy you know girls and guys did that that had packed lunches i'm like it's giving privilege you know what i mean like you and car riders if you're listening to this and you're a car rider you're privileged wait car rider if you're who who picked you up from school oh uh your nanny <laughs> Actually, my parents always paid like a senior in high school at the same school that we went to because we went to an all-girls school from like from when I was five till 18. Mm. So they would just pay like some 16-year-old little bitty to drop us off. Nice. I was on the motherfucking magic school bus, okay? I was on the bus. Dude, I wish we had a bus. We didn't have one. 
You are such a car rider. I wish we had a bus. It sounds fun and quirky. No, you didn't. Because well, like, what if my babysitter was like sick one day? We were just like, oh my god. Kathleen would just be like holding my hand. We're just like, <laughs> oh. That actually seems like a really precious scenario. Um, I no, I just like went. Um, you know, because I lived not in the center of town at my school. Like I lived 15 minutes away, which mm-hmm. is not weird. Of course, I was still zoned for that school. Right. I got home at. 5.07 p.m. every day, you know, 5.10, whatever, give or take. But yeah, 5, 5 p.m. We got out of school at 2.45. Oh, my gosh. Because the route that the bus took, I was the last one dropped off. So I got home at 5 p.m. What did you do on the bus? It fucking hated myself. Learned what tampons and blowjobs were. It was horrible. <laughs> They're always cussing. All the older kids are like, hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> You're like, ah! You're like, that's scared. They're like, hey, get over here. You know what a tampon is? I'm like, yeah. They're like, what is it? I'm like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm telling you what it is. Yeah, I mean, like, just nasty, dirty stuff happened on a bus. Honestly. And I was the first one to get picked up. I'm kind of, like, concerned. Six in the morning. You guys know Zane is Zane Austin's son. But Zane will come home. I didn't realize that he rides the bus home from school. Because we live in a great school district. Does he think it's fun, quirky, cool? Well, the other day he came home and he was like, "Um, when was the first time, like, someone had a crush on you? And I'm like, oh. I had a boyfriend in, like, fifth grade. I was like, beta. Yeah, (laughs) you're like, I've always been booed up. What about you, Zane? (laughs) And and some girl apparently asked him, like, um, like, so, like, what grade are you in? He was, like, six. And she's like, oh, you're too young for me. I was, oh, like, an eighth dead. grader. <laughs> you know that one time there was this really, really, really hot guy um, who came to our high school? So, I was 18, right? I was a senior in high school. This hot guy came. He was, like, new. I was in this, like, well, did I ever t- – I told you how I, like, learned Japanese in school for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> the most un- unused skill set I have, knowing a few, like, like <laughs> nursery rhymes, and I can count to 100 in Japanese. <laughs> Don't make me whip out head, shoulders, knees, and toes. You told me this, and every single time, it's it's a shock factor to me. Like, I, I always forget, forget to use it me. as my, you know, when people do the dreaded, like, what's a fun fact about yourself? I always forget to be like, I can sing head, shoulders, knees, and toes in Japanese. Mine's always my mom invented the liberty. That's fucking cool. Only That's a fun fact. That. It's a true story. In 1974, some bitch on TikTok tried to say I was lying. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, come, so, I'll come through. I'm like, Chris started that. I'm like, literally, there is photos, documents, it's and news. so are, cool. I know. <laughs> it's, I'm not, I never was a cheerleader, never could make the cut but like that's really cool i know what the liberty is i know um my, shout out to chris also my mom was the first person to put um cheerleading routines to, to music. music sick she's a, truly a varsity legend they make me cry sometimes whenever i see them on tiktok like a cheer routine to like a sick rap remix i'm like i got really emotional <laughs> i don't know the, did you see the one where the music cut out and they all started yeah, counting they, why did they not say uh two four six why do they count like why one they, three five I why do they do odd numbers i feel like there's all kinds of trends of cheerleading okay. and I, think- I did see that that was really cool but then a part of me was like, because I'm so cynical, I was like, did they do that on purpose? Did they? No, because it's always like, usually I feel like if the music goes out, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, what do you do? You're so trained to the beat to, of the music. To the beat. But it's also, they counted one, three, five, because you can't go like, one, two, three, four, five. You know, it's yeah, like, it's, yeah. you can't say that many numbers that quickly. Right. You gotta keep a steady beat rhythm. It's probably why I never made the cheerleading team. This doesn't make any sense to me. Shannon's rhythm is like, it's questionable. It's every time that you ask me to do a TikTok dance, I'm like, I can do that. You just have to give me like three to five business days to like really lock in and learn Yo, it. And she really is like so serious. She's like, I can figure that out. It's like nine hours later. I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a rest. Let's just, let's just give it a rest. Okay. Um, gosh, what was, what was I saying? Ta- though? Speaking Japanese. I was in, um, 
this class for Spanish when I was a senior that was definitely like not a very skilled Spanish class because I didn't know and they kind of like gave us like you know a little bit of a break because they knew which grades kind of like had learned more Japanese growing up so I was in a very introductory Spanish class like Mm -hmm. with younger people in it whatever this new kid comes into class I'm 18 right Mm -hmm. I'm like this guy's so fucking hot he must have come from this other school like obviously (laughs) and so like a transfer and I was like sat next to him was like hey like where'd you move here from and he was like the the middle school and I was like what (laughs) you're a freshman because like freshmen are like 13 you know freshmen in high school are 13 the 13 or 14 whatever he he was like eighth grade and I was like oh my god get out of here I'm like oh sorry you're so hot where'd you move from where'd you move here from he's like the middle school (laughs) Shannon like turns her back she's like anyways like okay anyways can I cheat off your Spanish homework (laughs) why are you in this class you're like really smart and hot (laughs) how are you here yeah um yeah I don't know I just think the bus is like really terrible and I'm sure that like James like passed one when we were here he's like that's so American how fun and I was like yeah I rode that and he was like you rode the bus and I was like yeah yes and I was the first one picked up because the route is the opposite direction right when you're the last one dropped off you're the first one picked up so it would be six in the morning and I have to go to the end of my and they didn't even go all the way down my street because we lived on a dirt road and the bus was like we can't turn around down there so I had to walk down the street well, we take Zane to school in the morning because the bus comes at 6.20. That is nuts. What time does the school start? 7-something? 7.30. 7.30. 6.20. We're like, or like 6.08 or something. I'm like, what? Yeah. Sometimes we'd have to get, maybe mine was more like 5.30. Now I'm just thinking I'm doing that thing where I'm like, I walked uphill both ways in the snow. But yeah, I need to ask my dad because it was like brutal. Like my parents would come in a robe. Like they weren't even going to work for two more hours. Yeah. Shannon's all of a sudden wearing snowshoes. The story just yeah, evolves. Like, we're, we're like, like you from, from South, South Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> Like I was so cold. (laughs) She's like, my hands and toes were frozen. Crazy. (laughs) But my friends would like get out. There's a lot of trends that I never like saw growing up, like um, Gilmore Girls. And uh, there was another show everyone's obsessed with, Degrassi. All my friends after school would watch Degrassi. And I was so jealous because by the time I got home, Degrassi was off. And that was before the day. (laughs) That was before the days of like streaming or anything. Like if you miss it, you ain't watching it. Ours was, I feel like the one my sister and I were hyper fixated on was the OC. Did you ever watch the OC? I was on the bus. Okay. So, so Shannon, no. so Shannon was, <laughs> was on the bus. Watching. Well, you've really, you've really shed the bus on a whole new, like, cause I'm always like, that's so groovy. We got a bus in Florida, but now I'm like, poor little Zane. Privilege. Protect him. <laughs> Privilege. <laughs> <laughs> How cute the bus. I'm like, he's hot. He's tired. He wants to be home. He's worked all day in, on math. Do you help him with schoolwork? yeah no is it hard do you remember that show that came out that was like are you smarter than a third grader and I was like holy shit no first of all yes like literally last week I had to write a paper and it was I had to legitimately I was like okay a thesis statement right like you really start getting dusty up there and I was a journalism major in college I'm like let me see this I'm like give me this little packet okay Hmm. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, hmm. it was like a four or five page paper. He's they're, 11. I think they're giving the kids a lot of workload these days. And it really turns into the parents because it's like, <laughs> it's like a communal effort. You know what I mean? Well, I like, felt bad for kids. And by them, I mean me. My parents were like, if I came to them with like math problems, they're like, pfft we have no idea and they still say this to this day they're like poor poor things like we couldn't help y'all with a lick with math because neither one of my parents like are math minded math and science like geared that's just like not their vibe you had a freaking environmental scientist as your father i did but like I, yeah my parents were always like down to help with projects or buy poster board like they were the most like engaged parents ever but like when it came to me being like oh, i just don't get it they're like well damn have you asked your teacher and i'm like yeah and they're like 
you really studying or what? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, damn. I really, I'll just sit there with my laptop up and like there, now there are a lot of like websites that you can can go to, like that's based off of their course curriculum or I just like, will Google it. Yeah. I mean, I went to, I don't know though. I don't know anything about math. Yeah. I went to mathnasium one time. Do you know what that is? It's like a, Mm. which I saw one in London. It it gave me such PTSD. Like I literally passed it. Yeah. It's like, it's spelled like an M and then the logo has like an A plus with it. It's like mathnasium. Yeah. What is that? It's a tutoring place. I mean, like, like, you know, good for them for helping kids. But like, <laughs> I hated it, hated it, left. was like, I don't know if I had like strep throat whenever fractions were taught, but like, I don't understand fucking <laughs> shit about shit with fractions. Like to the point that people are so embarrassed when I cook, I'll be like, okay, so uh, this calls for half a cup and I don't have anything but this. And they're like, that's, I, I don't even know how to make an example of what I'm trying to say right so now because be I two don't. one fourth cup. Yeah, it's something like that. They'll be like, Shannon, you're holding one fourth a cup. I'm like, right, what would I do with this? I need half a cup. They're you're like, this is no good. <laughs> this, this, no good. <laughs> Honestly, that's what we were doing. We were dividing fractions. And I'm like, what? 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 Ooh, mm. I don't know. I don't know either. I just don't know. But you know what? This is a good lesson, lesson for all of you guys. Everyone, teacher, people in my life that doubted me, they're like, oh, yeah, she ain't going to be anything. Look at us. We don't know how to divide fractions. We don't need to divide fractions except for, you know what I have always <laughs> said? I've always said that these like rappers that come out, that's like they in their raps, they're like, never forget Miss Smith in the third grade told me I wouldn't be shit. I'm like, she didn't say that. <laughs> she did not say that to you. <laughs> Teachers are nice. Like she, she did not look at you in third grade and said, you ain't going to be shit, little boy. That, that never happened. No, that, that never happened to me. I just mean, I think there were a lot of people that were like, Anna Grace, she's really. She's yeah, not, maybe. I'm sure there's a lot of people who thought I'd end up in a different, like, you know, world. Or they'd be like, you know what? I think a lot of people are like, she'll learn one day. The real world's going to come and smack her in the face, which kind of did actually a little bit. But, <laughs> but I got over it. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> but, but I bounced back. I always think, you know how many people told me, like, this girl's going to get punched in the face one day. <laughs> like, she's just got it coming to her. Like, it hasn't happened to me yet. And I'm like wondering. If like that is ever going to happen and then someone in my like early life will be like, I always knew that bitch would get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I escaped it. Cause I was like kind of like a little shithead to some people in my life. And like, I did, I'm shocked. I didn't get punched. I'm surprised you haven't. Have you ever punched anyone? No, of course not. But my sister. <laughs> She's like, these little hands. These little, my sister definitely like smacked me around a lot. So like, I don't, we actually talk about it. She's always, I always forget that. And then she always feels bad. She's like, I'm sorry. I was like, no, you, you don't have to say sorry. I verbally abused the fuck out of you. Like, of course you, that was like, her response was physical and mine was always verbal. But like me and my sister, like people joke about like roughhousing with their siblings and I'm like I know right like that time my sister like threw me against the refrigerator all the magnets came down and then she slid me across the floor by my t-shirt and I fell under the bed and they're like what (laughs) no we didn't do that (laughs) the time my sister had a knife and was like I'll cut you they're like no (laughs) we didn't do that I'm like oh Oh. my sister did that (laughs) you're like I had to get stitches (laughs) we were volatile we were like not not friends <laughs> I do remember though my sister and I used to like slap each other really hard slap like we would like we would get mad at each other and be like, <laughs> one time I won Monopoly my sister slapped me across the face and I was elated because other people saw it and I was like you're fucked like I didn't Caught. yeah I was like Shannon I, turns and she's like <laughs> yeah I was like <laughs> yeah I was like hoping it would swell up I was like 
mom like i just loved every second of being able to like tell on her you know we have witnesses we have witnesses i want monopoly she's but also how i'm not, not trying to gaslight you Emery, if you're listening but like <laughs> slap me across the face because i want monopoly but the other side of that story i'm not telling is i probably like said like 85 horrible mean things you're like ha, 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 i've got your boardwalk like like i i just would like push her buttons until she literally was like i have no other choice i have to slap you i have to slap you <laughs> like, so maybe the universe was like your sister and you kind of just hashed it out we're not gonna let anyone punch you in the face i know i always would joke with shannon because you guys know she gets like terrible ulcers in her mouth like yeah canker sores and me always trying to find like a spiritual root like i think every ailment we get in our body is like connected to some type of spiritual i'm like oh what are you not hearing what are you not listening to what are you not feeling and i'm like shannon why do you think you always get ulcers in your mouth like (laughs) it's really because it like really slows you down from talking and she goes you know I just be talking all that she shit. Said, I, she's like, I think that really makes sense. Like, I think sometimes I just need to be silenced. Like, I need the universe is just like shutting it it's down. It's like, hey, 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 shh. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And it's like, we'll just give her six ulcers on the left side of her mouth. And, and you're like, like, I can't okay. talk. So that's kind of like a universal slap. Yeah. Y'all, I am so excited to talk about this company because I have been using them for ever and they just came out with a new product that is uh, so good so 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 good i used to get so excited my mom would let me get a new tree hut like scrub or product at the store when i was younger so this is just coming full circle baby like i love talking about tree hut because i've just like i said been using them forever i feel like everyone can picture it too right now right like tree hut is just the og so many scents and it feels so nice to scrub your body with something that feels nice and luxe without the massive luxe price tag attached to it it also looks really pretty displayed in your bathroom like i always have a couple of them like sitting around my bathtub it's really pretty so it makes sense the tree hut is america's number one body scrub And now they've done it again. They have released a hydrating gel wash. It's honestly unreal. It's infused with a fruit oil complex that hydrates your skin so well. I personally have the world's driest skin, so I'm always trying to keep it hydrated. It renews your skin with antioxidants, brightening vitamin C, and some amazingly rich in fatty acids. I don't know why I love saying that so much. Rich in fatty acids. Okay. mm. Anyways, seriously, it's just an amazing product, and it's great for clearing your skin of dirt, oil, and grime while also balancing its microbiome. And did you guys know that I was smart enough to use words like microbiome? Yeah, well, I am. So run and do not walk. Go get yourself Tree Hut's newest product at Target and Ulta because I know y'all are already going to be up in there anyways. And if you aren't, then you can still shop it online at Target and Ulta as well because I also know y'all got y'all smones in your hands. So shop Tree Hut. It's amazing. And the new product, chef's kiss. I actually had to think about that if someone's ever punched me in the face. I've, I... Oh, I went to the dentist recently and <laughs> did your fucking, did the dental hygienist punch you in the face? No, but I went to the dentist Sometimes I want to smack them around when they'd start flossing funny. Honestly, they really get aggressive. They get in there. <laughs> every time they're like, you're not flossing enough. And I'm like, you're flossing too much. <laughs> Just like a little dental. I went to the dentist and I told him, I'm like, I've been having this dream about getting lockjaw and, and, and just, I've never had it. Taylor has that. Yeah. And it's, she's it's, like afraid to yawn. It's so scary. <laughs> I'm serious. It is scary. And I've never had, like, nothing's ever happened, but I've been dreaming it. You've been dreaming that you get lockjaw. What happens in the dream? You're just like, yes. Like, and there's like this, but when I wake up, I do feel like tightness so in my jaw. So you're clenching your jaw in the middle of the night. Probably. Which could lead to TMJ and lockjaw, by the way. Which could. But the dentist, I went to the dentist and I told him, I'm like, listen, I've been having these dreams about my jaw because my dentist is so thorough. They do like, they do like four hours of x-rays. <laughs> How <laughs> like, expensive is that? 
insurance. Do you have dental insurance? No. Privilege. <laughs> I don't. I pay out of pocket. I'm like, fuck. That's expensive. It's so expensive. They oh. asked me if I had dental insurance. I want to look them like, do I look like I have fucking dental insurance? They're probably like, yes, ma'am. You have like so many veneers. <laughs> we hope. No, and I literally, Austin like comes home for the dentist because he went first with like a folder full of images of his teeth, like close up, like the closest. Is Austin asking for those? <laughs> He's like, let's run it back. Let's He's like, can I have more. a copy to go? I'm like, why would they send us home with this many copies of our teeth? It was so weird. I didn't know what to do with them. Anyways, I, I tell my dentist, I'm like, I've been having these dreams about my jaw. And he's like, well, you know, like dreams, like that's, that doesn't really mean anything. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh you okay. fucked up. That's the most, we, we're really loving to say out of pocket, which it's is most, funny because you just said I pay out of pocket. But like, that's some out of pocket shit, Mr. Dentist. I'm like, um, the universe speaks to me through my dreams and I will die on that hell. But anyways, so we do an x-ray and he's like, did you know that you, you, you you broke your jaw at some point in your life? like oh mister and okay, i'm like oh really? yeah my dreams aren't real oh my dreams aren't real <laughs> i just dreamed you got fired <laughs> like what he's like i own the practice he's like this is my this is my practice <laughs> no but i was literally like i was like mm. he's like do you ever remember a time in your life like having like you know trauma to the face and i'm like I mean, yeah, I had like a pretty, like a pretty brutal childhood. I was a gymnast. I was a cheerleader. I was dropped. I was kicked. You know, people would do yeah, like a backhand yeah. spring. You were a flyer, weren't you? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Can't you like get like knocked in the face? Yeah. So, so I'm just saying, but also I don't remember. So I do think that oh, at wait. some point flyers knock other people in the face with their feet. Sorry. Anyways. But going. I do think like, I definitely think there was like multiple times where I've been punched in the face accidentally. But, but, oh, but not by like bites. Right. No. Oh, but like, and then I, I go could see you get into some scrappy shit when you were little though. Your stories about like your life are just so funny to me. I have lived like so many different lives. Yeah. Absolutely different people. I do feel like I feel like I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm yeah. a peacemaker. But if somebody came at me, I could stand my ground. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you'd be scrappy. You were kind of a menace when you were in high school though. I was a menace to society. Yeah. I was, abs- I was a menace until I was 23. Yeah. Like I, I was just absolutely. That's when I started my menacehood. I was wreaking havoc. We were reversed. To, oh, well, 22 was like, that was my DJ era. Mm. And I was really just like, someone gave me a microphone and I was just like hyping up the crowd. That's not a menace. That's, <laughs> that's really nice. But I was like, honestly, encouraging everyone's worst behavior. Yeah. I'm like, take your top off. Take your top off. They're like, okay. Shake a booth hole, girl. Um, I go to now a very holistic dentist, i.e. Taylor was like, I go, what? you'd love it. It's called Sweet Truth. It's like all about like holistic, like I didn't dentistry. even know there was a holistic dentist option. Yeah. Yeah, like apparently pissed off right now. I'm using this new toothpaste. It's like fluoride free because like we're not supposed to swallow fluoride. I don't fucking know. I, I am just doing it. But I'm telling you what, fluoride it tastes like shit. Your third eye. Your third eye. Well, you need to be changing your toothpaste then. Yeah. You have fluoride free toothpaste? I, hell yeah, girl. Okay. Well, I started using it. It's not as minty as I'd like it to be, but it's working. But I got a bunch of x-rays on my teeth and then they told me I had a cavity and I was like, fuck, I felt that the other day. Okay. And anyways, I left and it was like $500. And I was like, did we do like holistic x-rays or like, why was it so expensive? <laughs> and Taylor's like, when's the last time you like went to the dentist and like really like got all your stuff done? Cause I'm like, I'm going to be honest, like for a while there, you know, when you do that thing where you like move away, but you keep going back home for like the dentist or yes. like the gyno. Yes. Like it took me so long to get a gyno in Nashville. I'm like, okay, I need a dentist in Nashville. I've lived here for 10 years, but I would just like keep going home for little like cleanings. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm home. Should I get a cleaning while I'm home? Yeah. And so I needed like my dentist here to have like mm-hmm. a full mm-hmm. x-ray. So you're right. They took like so many x-rays. So, I, I, like, I go every I six this? months and there's just so many x-rays still happening. Yeah, it's wild. I'm like, wow. Now they like, they, they do all these screenings and all these things are happening, but 
Anyways, we're up to date on our dental wear. <laughs> Anyways, we are up to date on our cleanings and we've never been punched in the face on purpose. But apparently I did find out my jaw was broken. Where are we at with that? I don't know. I mean, it was like a while ago. He was so what like, did he say like the next step was? They had to like file down some of my teeth. I had to go back. It was like a whole, it was weird. They had to like realign my jaw. Really? He's like, we're actually going to break it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God. You know that happens when people get jaw surgery, they have to like break their jaw first. Well, he said I have like a cross jaw. Cross jaw. I don't really know what that means. And honestly, I said, listen, I'm not going to look into it. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm good. I'm like, you know what? I don't have any room on my plate right now. I'm tapped. Jaw surgery? No. Oh my God. We're not. I my can't. friend Brielle had jaw surgery, said it changed her life, but like she ate liquids for so long. Like so long. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, your jaw's like wired shut. Okay. Anyways, um, back to the sketch, which is just catching up with you because you've been here. Oh, yes. Which you got here on Friday? <laughs> you got here Friday. Did I get here Friday or Thursday? You got here Friday, Friday. night. <laughs> Friday. Yeah, because it's Monday. Yeah, you got here Friday night. Um, she flew in at 845. I'm going to be honest. I didn't pick her up from the airport. She didn't. Uh, I was in bed. <laughs> Listen, can we normalize not asking your friends to pick you up from the airport? You kind of, you didn't ask me at all. I was like, oh my God, I'll come pick you up. And you were like, you really don't have to do that. Like, it's fine. And then I was in bed at like 845 and you got your luggage. It was like 930. And you're like, do you want me to Uber? And I was like, I'll be so happy if you did that. I'll take you to the so... airport today because it'll be like 5 p.m. And I'm happy to take you. Yeah, because you guys are flying to Chicago. <laughs> Tell me this makes sense. This bitch is flying to Memphis, which already like, it's fine. But like Memphis is three hours away to drive. But she's that bad of a driver that her boyfriend literally said, I have night sweats thinking about you renting a car and driving to Memphis. It's honestly true. Um, you're flying to Chicago mm -hmm. to fly to Memphis. How is long it, is it going to take you? Um, it's four hours total. See, this is what happened. I flew in here and then Shannon chauffeurs me around. She takes me to Starbucks. She toots me around. <laughs> toots, toots around. It's driving Miss Daisy. It is driving Miss Daisy. See, I've actually set up my life strategically so I don't have to drive. You are you are like peak passenger princess. I am passenger princess. Even when I'm in my own car, I have self-driving Tesla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like it, it drives for me. And my yeah. mom's like, you're wild. You actually trust that? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, girl. I trust it. It's, it's safer than me driving. Then Austin drives me. Then I come here. You drive me. Uh huh. But then I I ran into a pickle. Didn't have a car. Yeah. And I would have to drive myself to Memphis. Right. So you'd be driving a car that wasn't even yours. Right. And that feels extra dangerous. Yeah. And Austin was like, actually, he tried to do this thing where he bamboozled me and said it was cheaper because he like ran a cost analysis. Mm -hmm. We love a man that's always looking out for. Right. He's like always wanting to stick to a budget, and I'm like, do we have a we have a budget? Do we have a budget? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and he's like, actually, you know, it's like $60 a day plus mileage to drive to Memphis. It would just be cheaper if you bought the $200 direct flight. And I was like, okay. Huh. You're like, okay. And that. honestly, I kind of like sitting on an airplane and like doing work. Does it make sense to fly to Chicago right now? No, no, uh, nothing can make less sense than driving <laughs> to flying to Chicago to get to Memphis when it's a three hour drive. But I do, I do fuck with like the price difference. I see where, where yeah. you're coming from there. Well, cause then I get to Memphis and guess who drives me around? My mom. Yeah, your mom. Why would you need another car? <laughs> no, my mom literally lives for me to ride around with her. Oh, I do She's like, like that. hey, sweetheart, what are you doing right now? I'm like, oh, she's like, I'm running to the grocery store real quick. I forgot some lemons. I'm like, okay. And she's like, so get in the car. Get in the car. I'm <laughs> like, like oh. okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. My mom literally, she actually has codependency issues. Well, I. My, my mom and dad do everything together. Everything. My mom and dad do a lot together too, actually. But I, um, I'm laughing because this specific trip, I don't know what it is. I think it's just because we haven't seen each other in a while. <laughs> but like normally Anna Grace comes and she sleeps in my guest room. It's like she gets ready in there. She does whatever. And then she sleeps in there. And then we like say goodnight. And then we go, whatever. We like hang out all day. And then we go our separate ways. Yes. The first night you got here, you said this best on your Instagram. You're like, we literally didn't come up for air. 
We could like, not stop talking. We could not stop talking. We'd be like, anyways, we got to go to sleep. And she'd be like, right. And then I'd be like, did you hear? She's like, shut up. You can't leave me on that she, note. She would be like, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, what? what? And so by the end of the night, I was like standing by her bed. She's like on her, it, my guest bed. And I'm like standing beside it. And then she's like talking. And then I like walk back in, which I did feel, which I know you're my best friend, but I did feel funny doing this. I walk back in. I was like would you want to sleep in my room tonight? And you were like, yes. And I was like, okay. So you slept in there on Friday night. And then yes, we talked until 3 a.m. Yes, like we couldn't stop talking. And then finally there was one story. I was like, we have to put a pen in it. We have to close our eyes. We closed our eyes. We woke up. It was 7 a.m. And then she's like, so anyways, <laughs> <laughs> like we get coffee. I have so much to we tell you. Took like a few hour pause. And then just like, she was like, all right, let's get in the car. She's like, bitch, we're going to Starbucks. And like, <laughs> um, but then, yeah. Then last night again, you were like, I was like, are you going to sleep? Um, do you want to sleep in your room? Or are you going to, and, and you were like, what do you want me to do? I was like, you do whatever you want. Truly no pressure. But I would like you to sleep in my bed. <laughs> and I have a king size bed. We literally have like a pillow fortress in between us. We don't, I don't know. It's just your, I just wanted your presence there. Yeah, I understand that. I just really wanted it. I really, I, I feel that way. We always make this joke that Shannon is a sub for Austin when mm. he's not around. Cause obviously you guys, if the OGs remember, he was originally coach yes. when he was coaching. He's, he's now on software sales. We had a pivot, but anytime pivot. he was coaching or like away recruiting, doing whatever Shannon was my boyfriend. Yes. Like <laughs> no, 100%. Like we would 100%. sleep together. We would do everything. Not like that, but not you know what I mean? <laughs> but like the, the physical space and proximity it was always there. It was always You're there. My emotional little support poodle. We were, we were kind of <laughs> support poodle. <laughs> I really was. I am an emotional support animal. Truly. I, can I tell them about how I, the other day I had a reading done first time forever. And she was like, I was like, is is there any like gifts I don't know about myself? No, 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 no. Wait, tell me what you're talking about. I, I went and did a reading you guys in LA. I love LA. Everything's so accessible. I yeah, was like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing this energy reading. Someone set me up with this energy. Oh yes. 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 Okay. Tell the story. This yes. is so good. First of all, I don't know a single person who isn't obsessed with Topgolf after they've tried it. If you haven't been, it's this massive, stunning, cool venue that has so much more than just golf. It's an experience. So I've gone with all my friends. I've taken my parents there. I've gone with my goddaughters. It's legit perfect for anyone. I'm personally not super good at golf, but that's where it's fun because it doesn't matter. I've gone with my friends before that are legit so good at golf. And sometimes I've even beaten them at games we play. They've got these huge light up targets that you try to hit into a massive fairway. And there's a ton of different games that are associated with them. Another thing I did was I had my friends who were really good at golf help me with my swing and teach me more about golf and I didn't feel all stuffy and pressured or whatever because I was in such a relaxed atmosphere. They have music pumping, amazing food, and drinks that get delivered right to your bay. Get the pizza, trust me. And personally, my favorite part is that even though it's technically outside, it's covered and so in the winter, they got heaters that make it cozy and in the summer, they've got fans to keep you cool. And shout out out to my lefties because another reason that I never really play golf or I guess I'm kind of intimidated is because I don't actually have my own set of clubs and it's rare that someone else is left-handed and Topgolf hooks it up with the lefty clubs. Actually, everyone gets to choose whichever club they want when they're in there. I just genuinely have such a good time every time I'm there. Also, if there's someone in your life that wants to have fun but also can't miss a game on TV, we all know the type, then don't worry. They have giant TVs everywhere. I'm telling you, the next time that you don't know what to do with your friends, with your parents, or even with your kids, take them to Top Golf. It will not disappoint. Also, it's fun to try something new. I never thought that I'd be interested in golf, but Top Golf makes you forget that it's a serious sport and you just have fun with it. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around.
And um, Shannon had actually texted me in Florida. She's like, I had a really scary dream. Like, you know, and I, I talked her through. I do like a little special nighttime prayer. We do a little wind down routine. Yes. And um, I, I just sent her this voice memo back. I'm like, yeah. So I went and had my Akashic Records read, which is like so niche. If you guys don't know what that is, it's like angel readings. It's just yeah, energy yeah, yeah. Well, reading. We've that, talked about it. Yeah. If you want to listen to another episode about that, yeah. Anna Grace and I break down like the readings that she does. It's yes. Incredible. Yes. And so, but I don't really know a lot of people. It's very niche. I don't know a lot of other right. like people who do the energy. And you're like, I don't want to read my own for once. I want someone yeah, else to Yeah. I was right. kind of like, I want someone else to do it. Just to, like see what they say or like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm just curious. Just like poking around. It was next door to our Airbnb in LA. Of course it was. It was like so weird. But, I'm like, like, not the Crystal Shop Juice Bar Akashic Record reading place. Literally. <laughs> I was I was like, perfect. like perfect. I was like perfect. Yeah, producer Courtney was with me. I'm like Courtney, you'll never believe this. <laughs> She's like, wow. It was 0.2 miles, and I'm like, do do do. So I like walk. I, I get my Akashic records right. I have all these questions, and you know, you can ask. A lot of the questions are like, what is my purpose? Like, what are my gifts? What am I like? Right. What is something I like? An energy that I'm not playing with. Like, what's a strength that I haven't stepped into? You know, that's yeah. the approach I always like to just do yeah, a little yeah. brush up. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, what is, what would you say is like one of my like greatest like energetic gifts, you know? Cause everyone has gifts. Like everyone has like, you know, these are really connected to animals or like, mm-hmm. you know, if they're in the nursing, like they're really good at knowing people's needs. Like everyone yeah. has a gift. Everyone has something they're good at. Totally. And, um, she tells me, she's like, Hmm, interesting. Your greatest gift in this lifetime, which by the way, I think we have a lot of gifts and this is just one reader's approach, but she's like, you you just radiate safety. You make everyone feel safe. Everyone, you are the safest person I've ever met in the spiritual space. Like you're just safe. Like people around you, they feel safe. You safe. And I yeah. was like, so my greatest gift, gift here is safety. And she's like, oh yes. And you know, oh, people. Oh yes. Oh yes. Safety. She's like, people come in and and like maybe even like she's like even if some people come in and at birth, there's a lot of stress in the in the womb. Like like there's just a lot of stressed out people, and you're just here to. Just make them feel safe. And I was like, and I was yeah, like, Anna Grace. I was hoping she was going to say levitation. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you really haven't tapped into this whole uh, hidden invisibility cloak thing yet. Yeah. And you are raring ready to go. Oh, I was ready for her to tell me something wild. I was like, you can tell me anything. I'll go there. But I was like, honestly, Anna Grace, I feel bad for you because what happened to me whenever I had a bad dream, I immediately called and was like, I was stressed out, almost had a panic attack. Like, what is going on? And she made me feel safe for a little fall asleep, please, next time. And um, I-, I feel like a lot of people trauma dump on you. And I was like, Anna Grace, this is why, like, bless your soul, but this is why you'll be in Trader Joe's and someone, like, will be like, like, and you're be like, I'm literally just like standing two people in front of you at Trader Joe's. I don't know you. And they're like, oh, I know, right? Anyways, this is why my uncle always had it out for me and my mom. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I don't know you. And everyone just feels the need. They're like, I got to tell her everything. No, truly. I, I really do. I feel like I, I like people tell me the depths of their soul. And I'm like, wow. Wow. I did not know. She willikers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Or the worst is when someone has like, they, they think that we, we've like known each other before or we've met and I right. can't, I'm like, Ooh, you I'm can't like, place them. Wow. I can't place it. And then we're really going somewhere deep off the bat. Whoa. But sometimes maybe we don't even know each other, but it, I'm here to tell you guys that apparently that's my superpower. And I didn't even know that I, I was like, I was a little uh, underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Aww. it's like when you did my reading and you're like okay so basically you're, you're doing already everything you're supposed to be doing and the only person holding you back i'm like name the bitch who is it <laughs> she's like you and i'm like no <laughs> you're like, yeah i'm like what she look like i'll fuck her up you're like so it's you bitch i'm, I'm like, like Damn ooh, it. you hate to hear it okay i know we, we did have one um it was funny though shannon I, I kept telling her she's like is there anything like i'm not doing and i told her a couple things which 
I was just like, Shannon, do this type. Like, I want you to do more. Like, I was like, you're so funny. I want you to step more into like doing some of your bits on TikTok because they're hilarious. Like, every time I'm with her, y'all, I, I cried myself to sleep three nights in a row of <laughs> tears of laughter. Like, I'm like, please record this and put it on TikTok. So in the reading, I like told her a couple of areas of these, these different types right. of videos to do. She texted me the next day and she's like, um, not the video you telling me to do. Uh, it went, it went really viral. It's got like 3 million views. She's like, it's weird. It's, it's like your psychic or it's something. It's like your psychic or something. <laughs> I tried to do the one thing she told me to do, which is just like basically like storytelling, more storytelling. Yeah. It's hard though. Cause I want to get on TikTok and like, look like one of those hot little bitties that like mouth the words to like Chris Brown's like, fucking Robitus. And I'm like, hot. Oh, I want to do that. You're like, that's not what you're supposed to do. I'm I literally like, told her. It. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Shannon, you're beautiful. You're sexy, but like, give us more. She's like, I need you to go in there and storytell. And I'm like, fine. So one day I just remembered some funny story that I went on there and I was like, it went viral. And you're like, yeah, I'm a literal psychic. And I mean, I I'm like, like oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I forgot about She's that. She's like, you'll never believe this. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Also, if you want to get with Anna Grace, her waiting list is 5,000 people. So <laughs> sorry to really hype you up and then also tell everyone you're unavailable. Um, okay. So we went to a baby shower for our friend Juge. It was stunning, beautiful. All Iconic. of our friends are just, you know having babies and it was beautiful but then we went to the hut we did and it was that our was first fun. time i was i hadn't seen it was your first it was time. my first time so yeah, mike was hell? on the podcast obviously taylor's been on the podcast and when they've always talked about building this hut which is this gorgeous rental property that's like and also a vacation home for them and it's magnificently beautiful and so we had a little time off and we just went and enjoyed we're like at that age it was saturday it was a beautiful day outside we'd gone to the baby shower we both had hair and makeup done we looked fucking fire as hell we and we thought to ourselves what should we do now on this gorgeous day in Nashville? And like old Anna Grace and Shannon, and maybe sometimes still, we just like, maybe we'll be in a mood one day to go bop around to a rooftop bar. But like, I was like, I just like don't want to like go into the thick of it on mm. Broadway for some reason. It was thick too on Saturday. It was thick. There and was I was like, like, there was games, there was cheer competitions. games, all that. <laughs> cheer competitions. The Liberty was so out. So <laughs> Liberty I was, just, was being thrown around. Liberty was just being thrown around. People getting their jaws broken. So I was like, I was like, uh, well, so she's like, what's Taylor doing? I'm like, well, she's at the hut. And she's like, why aren't we at the hut? Because I'm, like, I'm like upset I haven't met Novi. Shannon's yeah, yeah. baby. So we did that. It was so fun. Shannon's baby. Yeah. Taylor's baby is literally a redhead, which is the funniest thing in the world. And the funniest part about it is the first baby she had, Walker, came out with like brown eye. Well, technically they don't know the baby's eye color in the beginning, but like, you know, dark eyes, dark head of hair, dark brows, dark lashes. And when they were like trying to get Taylor excited, like something they do, like doctors will do when you're giving birth in a hospital is like if you're really close to like having the baby out, but the mom's like exhausted, obviously tired, whatever. And she needs to push a little harder. They say something like, Ooh, we can see the hair. Cause like then a mom hears that and is like, Oh my gosh, I'm so close. If right. they can see the hair, I want to see the hair color. And Taylor said like, what color is it? And the doctor's like, I don't know. You'll have to have her for like, you know, it's like to yeah. encourage the mom, like get the baby out. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, it's red. This is like literally in the middle of her giving birth to her first child. She's like <laughs> at the peak, like crowning position. And she goes, what? And I was like, Oh my God, I'm just kidding. But what the fuck? <laughs> she was like, we always talk about that. She literally was like, what? <laughs> was like, I'm kidding, but damn. <laughs> her mom was like, her mom's looking at me, Mike, and her mom are like, at a time like this. You're like, I'm, I'm like, sorry. It was such a good opportunity. It was such a good opportunity for a joke. <laughs> just, I, I'll always take them. <laughs> you know? I'll never miss an opportunity. I'll never, I'll never miss an opportunity. But it's funny because this baby, Novi, has strawberry blonde hair. And you really can't tell what the She's eye color is so going to be yet. But I'm like, I think they're going to be blue. Like, I don't know how we're going to tell Mike that I am the father. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know. We're gonna have to bring him back she, on the pod. She was holding no. She goes, "How are we gonna? Tell How are we Mike? gonna tell Mike? How are we gonna I, tell Mike? I just need to bring Mike back on the podcast, and then Mari. <laughs> <laughs> there is a ninety-nine nine percent chance you are not the father. Mike's just like devastated. I'm like, Whoa! <laughs> 
It's <laughs> like, none of this makes sense. Um, okay. So yeah, we went to the hut. We just had fun. We did. We, we, <laughs> we really did. We, uh, had a beautiful meal prepared by cheese gal. I felt like I was a part of the food network. Oh my God. Truly. I was like, I'm watching a live show. Our friend Courtney LaCourt, who is also known on Instagram as cheese gal, but just has like an absolute fire fire content surrounding around food and hosting and everything and then her husband is an incredible cook too and they are just like we were there and we felt like privileged i felt like we hired chefs for the <laughs> opportunity but they happen to also just be our friends who we love i know it was so great it was so great and then after that we made s'mores we made s'mores <laughs> and shannon's a pyromaniac i love fire she really is she's like i love fire she's like swinging a stick around she burns herself oh, uh, you know what they say mess around with fire get burned you go get, i thought you were gonna say where there's smoke there's fire no but like i literally always somehow end up injuring myself as a pyromaniac and then i'm like oh my god that's why they say that you're like <laughs> that little kid that's like don't play with matches and you're like mom please and you like light your hair on fire yeah i truly <laughs> like was just whacking the stick around because i was like watch the sparks come out and then it just like ricocheted and hit my stomach and i was like ow <laughs> but please tell us before that you guys the shannon told me the dumbest story ever what <laughs> i was also, Shannon was making my s'more because she is my Stefan boyfriend. Anytime yes. Austin is away. I'm Always. like, can you make mine for me? She's making my s'more and she's like, you'll never believe what I did. Which also, oh wait, I think you were like, you were like, I'm so embarrassed. Chris just heard me too. Oh, oh, you're going to make me tell. Okay, I'll, just, I'll tell you whatever. It's a safe place here. I was like, what are you talking about? Okay, so. She's like, we were stood outside. She goes, I'm so embarrassed. Chris just heard me too. <laughs> she was Chris like, probably didn't hear me too. Or if he did, he just like didn't. I don't know. He didn't say anything, which is, which is bad. What did you say? You're like, we're at the age, Shannon, where we we don't have to explain ourselves. I've been telling Shannon, like, quit over explaining. And I meant that with like a lot of things. Not tooting, there's just, but like, there's just but one. it can translate. I, to just, like, <laughs> I do it with everyone in my life. I do it with producer Courtney. I don't not tooting. I just I do <laughs> I do it with everyone. Like I couldn't just text her being like, hey, so I extended my trip. I'm gonna like get you this this, and we're doing this now. I'm like, okay, so, and I'm like, here's the deal. And then I send a two minute long voice note. And everyone's like. I don't care. Courtney doesn't say that, but like, I just like, I overdo, I do the most, right? Like I just always do the most and I'm trying, it really is like on my list of things to stop trying. Like I don't have to explain myself. Like you're allowed to, especially the things surrounding like your business, your life, your plans, your plans, like whatever, like what I talked about with boundaries on my one podcast. Like you can just tell someone, sorry, I can't make it. And you don't have to be like, because blah, 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 blah. my dog's at the back. Yeah. Like, like you can just say, so anyways, yeah, I need to stop doing the most. I'm really working on that. And I was at Tell the what gym. You Tell, I'm shaking. I'm like SMH. Shaking my SMH. Head. Okay, hear me out. I want us to all think back to sex ed for a second. It's absolutely drilled into our heads how to prevent pregnancy. But what about when it's time to plan for it? I feel like we're taught that we're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for our annual checkups. But checking in with our fertility... It's usually not a thing until we're ready for kids, and then sometimes not even then. More times than not, we aren't checking in with our fertility until we find ourselves struggling to get pregnant, unfortunately. We are no longer living in a day and age where we have to just wait and see. Why not just find out sooner? Knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And that's exactly why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. I actually did this a few years ago with Modern Fertility when I was 25, and the prick is honestly not bad at all. I've just done it again now that I'm 29 because I'm just curious about my body as I'm aging, and they make it so easy too. You just mail in the sample you take with a prepaid label, and then you'll get your personalized results within six business days. It's super easy and quick. What you get back is really cool too because they give you insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, aka 
if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can really impact your fertility. The results go really deep into what every hormone means. So if you're like me and didn't really understand the verbiage, don't worry, they break it all down really nicely for you. Also, you can download the results and share them with your doctor, which is nice. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. Oh, and you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That means your test is only going to cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That's modernfertility.com slash probably. I was at the gym with James and there was like nobody around us. And then he, we were in this like other room (laughs) off of the gym and, and he was like talking and then his friend and his friend Angus walked in with his other friend, Patty. And they like walk in. (laughs) What, what English names, by the way, Angus and Patty. Angus and Patty. (laughs) And it's spelled like P-A-D-D-Y. Anyways. um, (laughs) So they walk in and then they immediately walk over to James and they're like talking about something. They're far away. Like they're, they're like, across the in a different area of the room mm-hmm. and i'll be squatting i'll be doing stretches i'll be doing a lot of stuff i needed to toot so i tooted okay <laughs> in the privacy of this tiny little corner in the gym and it wasn't one that didn't smell <laughs> it wasn't one that didn't smell okay That's so like so, so like whatever i didn't care because i'm standing there in my own filth and knew it would dissipate and go away shannon's got her shirt 10 She's seconds like- <laughs> No one was around me. I knew no one would smell it. I would just kind of sit there and then I'd do the normal human thing and walk away. <laughs> and here comes Angus and he just walks right to me right after I did it. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And he just like walks into the <laughs> den of freaking toot. And I was like, no. And so he like walks up and I'm immediately like stiff. And he's just asking me like normal. Oh, like how the I had recorded a podcast there. He's like, how'd the podcast go? I was like, oh, it's great. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like looking around. and I'm like, oh, I just know he's got to be smell. Like also, he probably he really didn't make a face or any sort of thing. Nothing. He just was standing there just talking like normal. And I was like, did God, did someone step in dog shit? And he was like, what? And I was like picking up my shoes and looking at the bottom of my shoes. And he's like, he's like, what? And I was like, oh, don't anything. I'm like, oh God, did you see that? Like, do you see? He's like, he literally, by the way, just like didn't even address what I said. He's like, I don't think so. And then just like kept talking. Like we're at the gym. Like no one stepped in dog shit. There's no dogs. There's no grass. There's no park. Like, why did I say that? No dogs allowed. There's literally not a dog on the premises. Like, did someone step in dog shit? And he literally was like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I was like, weird. And then, like, he just, like, kept talking. And then we, like, walked away. And then, yeah, when we left the gym, I, like, told James what I did. And he was like, Shannon, why'd you do that? And I was like, you think he knew I tooted? He was like, yeah. I think I think that might have sealed the deal. And I was like, damn it. She goes, I'm always doing too much. I'm just always doing too much. <laughs> like, I just, I, why do I do so much? It reminds me, there was like a meme one time where it's like this kid was like, I had to toot in class. So I was going to time it up where I dropped a book and tooted at the same time. And instead, instead, I just dropped a book and made a loud bang. And then I just <laughs> tooted 
so loud. Got everyone's attention. Seen that? I don't know. I'm gonna cry. Like oh, we're grown no. ass women, and fart humor is really making me laugh right now. But I've seen that meme where he's like, and then I dropped the book. It made a loud noise. Everyone looked at me, and I farted. <laughs> It's like, I can't believe it. Sometimes you just don't know they're going to be loud. I just, sometimes you don't. I oh, my uh, gosh. Whew, that one got me. Okay. Well, um, gosh, what else? Oh, I didn't tell you this. No. I had this written down. So when I was leaving the airport, so actually speaking of people that like you're drive, you're not just driving to Memphis, mm-hmm. you're flying, doing all the which ways, right? Right. I actually... It was cheaper to get a flight from Atlanta the last time. These flights from Atlanta to London are pretty, they're like actually like way, way, way cheaper than flying from Nashville to London or flying from Nashville, getting a connecting flight in New York. And then anyways, it's just like cheaper and it takes less time because to drive to Atlanta, it's three and a half hours from Nashville. So I took the approach this last time and I drove to Atlanta and then took a flight to London. Then when I came back, not the vibe. I got back on my, oh, I'm home. And then I was like, fuck, I got to drive from Atlanta. But it was fine. It was fine. But as I was leaving the Atlanta airport, as I'm walking out, this lady, I'm going to paint a picture. She like looked like the age of our moms. She looked like the kindness and like, she just looked like, I I wouldn't call her an old lady, right? Because she was like our mom's age. Mm -hmm. But she just like, she just like radiated like mom energy. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? Like mm -hmm. sweet, like mom energy. And um, I don't know where she was from. I, because I, she definitely had an accent and I, and she, I don't think she was American, but I can't pick up like if she was like Dutch or German, I don't know. But she like, she like comes, I'm leaving the airport, like walking out to go get actually a shuttle to the parking lot where I parked my car. So I'm walking outside of the airport. So I've gone through my baggage claim. I've gone through everything. I'm walking. This is an important part of the story because I'm exiting the airport into like the, the air. Right. And I, I hear like, ma'am, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm going to fuck up the accent if I do it. But like, I think she was German. Anyway, she, she spoke very good English, but like she definitely had a thick accent. And she was like, can you please do me a favor? And I was like, sure. I, I was like, depends. Like, I don't know, maybe. And she was like, um, and she had these, these cards in her hand, like these like letters. And she was like, um, they tell me that there is a, a, a mailbox here. There's no mailbox. Like, and I was like, oh, and she was like, I need to mail these letters. And I was like, she's like, but I'm about to get on an international flight. And I was like, oh and then i was like oh you want me to mail the letter she was like please like there's no mailbox here and i I understood the concept because like if i'm in london like i and i have postage from america you can't stick it in a london mailbox right Right. you can mail it in america in our american postal system right otherwise you'd have to go to like fedex or something so i could tell that she had these posted with american stamps and i was like oh you just need me to mail these for you they're already she's like they're already stamped like everything like you just put them in a mailbox for me and i was like Sure, of course. I was like, are you sure? I was like, well, here, here's the thing. I'm not going right now because I have to drive back to Nashville. And then she's like, I don't care. I don't care. She's like, I just look for someone safe. I just look for someone that looks nice and safe. And I was like, oh, of course. Like, she's like, do you mind? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm like, what a good deed. She's like, bye. Thank you. And she has like actually didn't have any bags with her. She so maybe someone was holding your luggage. I don't know. That's what I assumed. And she just runs off and I'm like holding this mail and I'm like, OK, perfect. And then I was like, wait a sec. Wait a damn minute. I'm pretty sure this is exactly what they tell you not to do. Like, this is like, wait, 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 wait. And she's gone like the wind. And I'm at the airport holding these packages. And I'm like, no. I'm like, wait, wait. Is this a bomb? And then I'm like, no, it's too thin. That'd be way too freaking advanced. Shannon, as soon as you said this, I was following yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like <gasps> she looks so nice, right? Like, I was like, oh, sure, so sweet. I was like, oh, I'm doing I, such a good you just like, You just like mind fucked me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I did a good deed. This and is so why I always get robbed. Yeah, this is why you get robbed. Gah. And so I'm holding these letters and I'm like, bomb is it a bomb i'm like anthrax is it anthrax and then i'm like okay no first of all no she looked so sweet and so kind she didn't give me some deadly like weapon and then i was like 
or is that why she's supposed to look nice and sweet? And then I'm like, no, it's so thin. They were like birthday cards, right? It was like three birthday cards looking things. Then I was like, okay, this would have to be way too advanced to be anything that's going to harm me. And then I was like, <laughs> huh. And I was like, hmm, what if it's illegal drugs? And I, now I am at the, I'm mailing them. She's tossed them off. Like I'm mailing the drugs now. Right. And so I'm like, You're a drug mule. I'm, I'm the mule. mule. I'm the middleman. And I'm like, I'm like, mom, I call him mom. I'm like, mom. Okay. So I don't think these are any dangerous packages by any means, but and I tell her the whole thing. And my mom's like, what? She goes, Shannon, they literally make announcements all around the airport being like do not accept anything from anyone that's asking you to transport you know what i mean they yeah. make these announcements exactly what i did and she's like i was just looking for someone safe my mom's like stupid i'm like she didn't say that but like my mom was like uh, i think that might be a synonym for something else looking for someone safe and i was like damn it and then i'm like okay i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna open them like if i open them i was about to say so did you open them if i open these and there's cocaine cocaine is a flat powder like that could be in a little baggie in this birthday card I'm like, if i open this there's drugs in there i'm telling on her <laughs> i'm telling She's on her like i'm selling she, it. yeah i'm <laughs> not doing it <laughs> I'm, just I'm taking it with me on a trip <laughs> i'm just kidding She's I, like, i'm headed to st lucia i'm headed to st <clears throat> lucia um dad get ready we're having a hell of a time no i was just like i was like wait I'm going to open this. And then my mom was like, what if it is something illegal or something? I was like, well, okay, we were at the airport. There's got to be a thousand cameras. I'll literally be like terminal three Atlanta airport. Check the fucking footage. This lady comes up to me and begs me to take her birthday cards. And it, she looks very kind, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> and anyways, I get back home because they're in my back seat. I get back home. I finally oh look at them. You guys, I couldn't open them. They are so obviously the sweetest little birthday cards. There are actually, I don't know if they're birthday cards, but her, she has a sticker. You know how like people our mom's age get like order like stickers for their return address with their like printed name and address. My yes. mom is still like, this is a rouge. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, no, it was so sweet. She has her name. She has a, she's clearly sending these to her kids because it's the same last name as her kids. Her kids are doctors. One of them is a postcard. Shannon is so in on this I'm rouge. Like, I'm like, oh, one of them's a postcard so I can read it. Right. It, Cause it's like, Oh, it's, it's not a folded card. Did you hold it up to light or? No, I just read it. And it just says like, I'm so proud of you. It was oh. like a sweet mom card to like a son. Like, thank you. I had so much fun visiting you. So obviously maybe the kids live here and she was going back to wherever. I don't know. And it was just the sweetest, kindest thing. And I said, they're in the mailbox right now. They're here on, they're, on the property. They're on, on property. property. Yep. I just mailed them today. If the, if the, if the U.S. Postal Service hasn't picked them up yet, they're there. Okay. This is a perfect segue into, first of all, I've been robbed many a times yeah. because I look safe. That's the word. Safe. You safe. look safe. They're like, this girl looks safe, a.k.a. Stupid. So hopefully I didn't, you know, transport any drugs. I don't think you did. But I will say this is a good learning lesson. <laughs> it's a common theme. It's a common theme. I've been robbed. Shannon... I've been fucking duped, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led astray. Led astray. Uh, you remember? Do you not remember the fire fest when Ja Rule? Because he was like a massive investor, and he tweeted because everything came out like this is fake. Y'all are all going to jail, and Ja Rule was like, "I too have been bamboozled, fluffed." hoodwinked and led astray and everyone's like what the fuck i love jaw rule so i'm always like i too have been hoodwinked bamboozled and led astray but it brings us to the topic of, of merch guys because this is relating to the podcast all right if you girly pops have been following me for a while then you already know that i've been using care of vitamins for legit years i think actually around five years 
Now, I love these things for a multitude of reasons and have gotten all my family to start taking them as well because anytime I go home and they see my cute little personalized packs, they're like, wait, I need that. And it's great because outside of it being personalized with your name on the packet, it's like it literally says Shannon on the packet. I love it. It's completely personalized with what your body needs. You just take this easy, in-depth five-minute quiz and it asks you all about your body, your lifestyle, your day-to-day consumptions, and health goals. Now, this is the part though. This is the part where we got to be honest like how many drinks you have a week and we all know we'd be having that wine but it's great because like me who be having that wine in my pack i get magnesium which is helpful because you can be deficient in magnesium when consuming alcohol it explains it all in this pamphlet they give you too i love it i've got ashkawanda in my pack as well for concentration we've got b12 for energy probiotics for my gut health and everyone i think i'm doubled up on my gut health too the probiotic because everyone wants good gut health. And I can see a serious difference in my digestion when I'm consistently taking my care of vitamins. Each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals, which was personalized by Dr. Backed Recommendation, taking all the guesswork out of what supplements are best suited for you. Because God knows I don't know any of this stuff. So we need, we need the doctors to come in here. Also, for all of us trying to take care of sweet mother earth a little bit more, you can take comfort in knowing that care of's daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compositable film so you can stress less about your impact on the environment. I am always traveling as you guys know, so having these individual packs that are like already made up with everything I need in them is just so much more convenient than packing a bunch of different bottles of pills. And y'all already know that I hooked it up with a code. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code probably 50. That's a whopping 50% off your first order that'll head straight to your door by heading to takecareof.com and entering code probably 50. You're welcome. Okay, your merch is, it's cute as fucking shit. It is done. The designs are done. My absolute fire flame freaking designer, Haley West. She's iconic, incredible. I've worked with her before. I just love her. She designed everything. She's had, she has absolutely no part of the hood winking and letting astray. No, she's, um, been a she's just saint. wonderful and makes incredible designs. And she just like has an eye for stuff that like, I just told her, I told her my ideas and I was like, but now make it like coolest fuck that people would want to wear and she's like boom and i'm like yes and so anyways i can confirm and everyone here has seen the designs they're gonna be so sick and i'm so excited to give you guys the merch but there have been two times that i've tried to put out merch before at the very beginning the tequila helps hats that i did for the very 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 first time those were just through like a company where i did all the legwork and it was like really difficult it was great the guy at the warehouse here did them great and i like sold them but i had to package them i had to ship them i had to run customer service i kind of wanted to be a little bit more hands-off on this time so then there was another situation where someone told me we could do a collab and then it ended up being the shadiest thing it was basically like i don't know if you guys have ever heard the term he's robbing peter to pay paul I'm fucking Peter. Like I was Peter. Mm-hmm. He was like, I basically did the math, which was already a taxing thing for me to do anyways. But I basically <laughs> was like getting the numbers back. I remember I sold out and I was like, yay. And then I got the numbers back and I was like, that I, I'm no mathematician, but there's no way this is what I'm getting back from this. Even if we split it 50, 50, which I kind of assumed we would, but I'm like, 
even though I, I probably deserved more because it was my branding, my your merch, audience, my audience, everything. He didn't even post it on his website. He's like, it's more of a you thing. I'm like, okay. Um, but like, all right, your name's on it, but okay. But anyways, all that being said, I remember I got the number back and I was like, this can't be correct. And then I reached out to him and he was just like, oh yeah, you're going to make 15%. And then I have to pay and do all this. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, I'll save you guys the specifics. But it, like I called my friends and they were like, he's a fucking con artist. Like this is fucked. And I just want to say, she told me not to work with him. I said it on the phone. She <laughs> said, do not work with this guy. This I, sounds sketchy. Don't do it. I was like, he would never. And then he did. Okay. So then fast forward. I decided to do merch again. Okay. Y'all. I never, this is an easy story to tell because I literally never so much as saw a sample, but I was made to pay. I'll just go ahead and use numbers. I don't care. I was made to pay $5,000 in creative fees every month. And they were just auto drafted out of my account. And every month, $5,000 came out, but every month we weren't having merch meetings. We weren't, I wasn't seeing any designs. He wasn't like creating anything for my, like nothing, 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 nothing. I basically did like, we did use him to ship the old extra merch that I had left over, but like that was it. No new creations, but was paying him for creative fees. Right. And, and also, by the way, just to back you up one, I did say, I also did approve this person, yes. this person from the front end. I was like, ah, I don't know about this Shannon but you did get him from a friend of ours who is a very well-known person yeah, very in the well-known merch space so it wasn't like space. she's not getting these people on Craigslist yeah. just to back you up but I still so true back me up but you also did say don't do this <laughs> <laughs> but it was someone that I felt was a reliable source the worst part about it is I led with first of all the worst thing about this is stop working with fucking men okay all these men are fuckheads um fuckheads if you're a female owned merch business let's work together no I'm kidding not really um so <laughs> I had told him about the other guy and he was like man I'd never do that to you like family like that's crazy I can't believe he did that I was like you know it's just so fucked like that he took advantage of me like that and it just sucks so bad really like put a sour taste in my mouth and he's like I know man I'm so sorry that happened to you and then he did it tenfold and literally just like took the money I never saw a single scrap and never iota of anything right so anyways that's just like where we're at with that so I am sourcing merch in a really good way but we're gonna try to put just a little bit of a funny spin on this because what's what's one thing about me I will find humor in turmoil mm -hmm. I will somehow do it and me and Anna Grace were tickled I was, I was, this story was literally why i was cr crying myself to sleep giggling the other night at the hut because shannon was <laughs> like well we were talking this guy's had gone has gone on since then i'm probably never gonna see the money that i feel was taken from me because he now owes someone else like a shit ton more money and that's why we're talking about on the podcast because this has all come to light in the last it was week. like posted on instagram and stuff whatever i'm not i'm not trying to like withhold names but i also don't know legally what i can and can't say so i'm just keeping my fucking little red nose out of it right but but basically like I showed everyone at the head. I'm like, oh my God, look, the guy that did this to me, look what he did to this guy. And they were like, and it was oh, worse, way worse. And they were like, I think it was Courtney. Courtney was like, oh my God, like what? Like, how could that happen? I was like, I don't know, dude, I should have known. Like, honestly, it's like right after he like got all the money from me, like he bought like a horse and some Louis V trousers and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude. He bought a horse and they were like, what? It's like, yeah, like he, like I have never seen one. Like I said, not a scrap piece of fabric so much as like a piece of lint. That's like, this will be what it's like. But he bought a horse and they're like, no, they're like Shannon. And Anna Grace just sitting there, just shaking her head, just going, I have fucking told you. I was like, yeah, last time I saw, he's got a mouthful of new veneers. He bought a horse and he is always wearing 
Louis Vuitton pants. <laughs> she was. I was like, fuck? the horse sent me over the top. It's the horse for me. I was like, you know, maybe the and horse needed horse... to be saved. I don't know. The horse maybe he got expensive. a deal. Maybe he got a deal. I mean, for a for a for just twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> a steal, really. I don't know, but it was just like you know. So all this to say, everyone did ask for a merch update, and I needed to let you guys know. I don't want your sympathy because these are life lessons that I do have to learn on my own. And I had someone truly telling me, "Don't do this," and I was like, "You don't know what you're talking about. I'll do this." <laughs> so like. I, um, merch is coming. I just want to make sure it's done the right way. And a lot of people say that, like, I just want to do it the right way. It's just taking time. No, mine has just been gone the wrong way so many times. Maybe this is my, um, metaphorically, metaphorically, this is how people, when people grew up with me, were like, I don't know how you haven't been punched in the face yet. I'm like, I have kind of in a way, in a way you did my get punched wallet's in the face. been punched in the dick. <laughs> okay. Honestly, it- my bank account has just been absolutely <laughs> gut punched. Literally the just- wind knocked out of it. <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> we were falling asleep. She's like, everyone keeps asking for merch. And I just want them to know I've lost thousands of dollars. <laughs> thousands. Thousands of dollars trying to make it happen. <laughs> like, I have, I am in the red a lot. So far in the red. I'm so far in the red and I haven't even come out with the merch yet. She's like, it hasn't even launched. Just I haven't even launched it. And I'm down 30K. <laughs> he's just riding off in the sunset. And he old, is just. <laughs> on old Lucky. And he's just. <laughs> he said, giddy up, horsey. He's just tossing money out of the fucking saddlebag as he goes. He's like, here you go. His Louis trousers are just like chafing his ass. He's like, bye now. Feather Tequila helps. <laughs> like a fucking. <laughs> Tequila. Tequila helps, motherfucker. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Um, so it's coming. <laughs> it's on the way. I did before we all Pray for me. <laughs> I really am sad for how many people have stolen money from you. <laughs> no. But it's okay. It's not nice. It's happened to me, but mine's just been like dumb things. Like people just being like, oh, this girl looks nice and sweet. And yeah. But you like, all know about the Venmo robbery. We already told that story. But like be cool, you know, like don't be all uncool. Also, you know what? That's just, that is bad karma. It is bad. I'll tell you one thing I've never done. Stolen. And and money. also this guy, now that happened to Shannon, it's like one person came out and I think it's like all I know it'll be a snowball. But you know what happens when someone goes to court for that? I'm like, he doesn't have the money to get back, I'm sure. So I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating here. I don't know if this podcast is going to end up in court, but like I'm speculating on all these things. But like me thinks if he owes one person one massive chunk my small chunk is not going to be on the tip top of the radar but yeah he's mm, like we'll tough titty tough titties i know shannon was like i need you to um walk me through like we gotta do like a cord cutting i've got to make peace with this i've got to make peace with this she really was like how do i make peace with this i've got to let the money go i'm like okay, okay yeah oh and i was like gut reaction immediately from like a psychic standpoint gut reaction do you think i ever see this money again she's immediately no <laughs> <laughs> even think i finished this i immediately know and i was like got it mm-hmm. she goes i go so let's go ahead and cut the court she goes we're gonna go ahead and cut the court and i was like so this was a lesson she goes this is a hard lesson i was like okay got it got it got it got it got it i, I couldn't lead you astray yeah i was like okay one person who's not hoodwinking my ass this bitch she's That's like right. let me tell you straight up no i've been no. here i've been here just consistent and you know what we've had to learn we've had to learn lessons now the next person shannon's like hires them to do merch she's like i actually i'm gonna just set you up a little tiny reading with my friend yeah i'm like so one thing that i like to do before i work with anyone with merch is to absolutely get your fucking shit read by my friend <laughs> i like bring them to a room i put my hands on their head i'm like they're like i don't know about this i'm like and then you have to go to our dentist and get 85 x-rays of your mouth I'm like, yeah, you're just going to put this crystal in your mouth. Oh, I'm also like, I'm like doing an interview for merch. I'm like, do you have any interested horses? <laughs> They're like, oh uh, yeah, I like them. I'm like, how much do you like them? <laughs> you ever wanted one? <laughs> you in the market? <laughs> how do you feel about your teeth? You want new ones? 
they're like, what? <laughs> what brand are those pants? <laughs> you happy with them? <laughs> you feel like you could upgrade? <laughs> they're like, what? What do you want from me? They're like, we're trying, you're hiring us. I'm like, what are you trying to take from me? They're like, ah! It's a wonder I don't have more trust issues. But here I am taking random birthday cards and mailing them. <laughs> Bye, or blah. <laughs> like, no problem. You, you seem go, sweet. <laughs> the sweetest lady. And you know what? Here's the thing. I was hoodwinked. That whole time story, hoodwinked. Yeah, boom. Got your ass. And then at the end, you're like, that's exactly what I was supposed to do. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I would have done it, too. You know those uh, that show <sighs> Locked Up Abroad? No. It was like, it's all about how, like, people have no, like, I don't know, they get asked to do this, like, common little favor. And then it happens to be, like, drugs. And then they get caught at the end. And then, like, they're, like... I sw- you know what yeah, when you're like in another country and there's drugs in your bag and you're like I swear they're not mine and they're like <laughs> uh, oh my god you just unlocked like a visceral fear in my get your like- um get your things wrapped there's all these things that I did it before I did it only randomly for South Africa for honestly no reasons I've traveled to several several countries I didn't specifically do it because I was going to South Africa I just genuinely saw the station there was like um they wrap your bags yeah you like I was like walking past and I was watching someone's bag go round and round round the rosy and I was like oh cool I just kind of wanted to watch it. it looked like an interesting process because it's this blue cellophane like very very tight it gets wrapped like 50 times it's, it, it they put it on a machine you just, you, you just slice through it wait, but wait, like wait. hold up so if someone puts drugs in your bag what, what no they- no so you take your the second you walk into the airport before you check your bag or anything you're just like walking to the doors of the airport there's these stations where you can put your bag on this like spinny wheel right and it just wraps your whole bag up sideways front ways round and round wait but i've seen that but I, we gotta go back to the locked up abroad if, if someone like snuck something in my bag how do they get it back though well, one would assume there were all different scenarios. One scenario is like this guy says, like, can you take this and then give it back to me when we get there? Someone says, yes, there's scenarios where they're just snuck oh into your bag. God. And then when you leave the airport, they like hold you. They like they like see the little bitty bot blonde leaving you. And then they're like, OK, now go grab not grab her, but like go grab her bag because our stuff's in the bag. And then most likely they would take the, what they need out and give you your bag back. I'm like, bye. Or like, I don't know, like that something is more like dangerous. Truly the craziest thing ever. I'm actually glad that you told me because. One thing about me is when it comes to pop culture, what's going on, not a clue. I'm not sure if international drug smuggling is pop culture. I mean, not pop culture, but the fact that there's a, there's a, sh- why did Siri just go off? Alexa? Alexa? Lady? It's probably asking me to do a fucking favor for it. Well, I thought, is, I thought Locked Up Abroad was a TV show. Is it not? Oh, it, it was a TV show. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You were like, I don't think this is like pop culture. <laughs> yeah, I think this is actually the news. It didn't happen to celebrities. <laughs> it just happened to random people. No, but like, yeah, some people would be in jail for a long time because what do you, like, how can they prove it's not theirs? You know what I mean? Like, I never did. I don't know what that is. I didn't put it in there. They're like, yeah, fucking right. That's terrifying. But yeah, get your bags dropped. It was, it was so nice. And so when I got back, like, let's say my bag came back on the conveyor belt and it was like, not it didn't have plastic wrapping on it i could tell it was opened i'd be like hey i wrapped that go check it i'm telling you now to check it before i even touch it it's not mine if there's something in there it's not mine like i i still don't know if they'd really believe me but that's what i would do in that situation wow but i got it back and it was totally wrapped and it was great the only thing was i like had to physically get like a knife and scissors like like at the airport i had to like slice through it but it was so it's such a great little thing it's like smart what okay besides also would protect your luggage if you were like weird about your luggage getting damaged i was gonna say what is it actually for besides like potentially getting drugs smuggled into your bag it's that it's just for drug smuggling? No, I mean, I don't think it's just for drug smuggling, <laughs> but like, I think like its main thing is safety. It's like no one, well, because here's the thing too, which I know TSA does have the right, I'm sure, to undo the cellophane. But like, I got back from, I got to New York one time, opened my luggage, and it was like, you could tell it had been rifled through. And then there was a piece of paper that said, the TSA has checked this bag. Mm. And I was like, you feel so violated. You're like, why? Oh my God. What did I do? I don't know. There was a tripod in there. Maybe they thought it was something like sketchy. Yeah. But yeah, there was, that was like, 
a time so like technically i guess if they wanted if tsa wanted to open your bag they definitely could and they would probably send it back to you not wrapped interesting details i'm not really quite sure of um <laughs> this this podcast has gotten real technical sorry <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm like we should have this off the podcast i'm like okay so the next time i'm actually flying to italy in may i've got to wrap everyone my bag. listening to this is tapped out they're like we don't care like y'all are being funny and now you're just actually talking about wrapping your bags up you know what though this is like a good segment for like it's like those tiktoks that come up that are like safety tiktoks they're yeah. like they're like okay if you're in a situation where someone approaches you at the bar this is what you say those you know? are so dumb though have you seen the one where the girl is like if a seatbelt ever gets wrapped around your neck and then it's like it's like the girl she goes uh, uh, and she like slices it and then a person tries it in their real life and it literally just goes uh, and it like chokes them they're like what the fuck how would i ever get out of this like some of those are like do this you're like what i always hope i'd be able to fight off someone if they were in a fight but i just don't know i don't know i think i'd freeze I'm i just sure. think i'm yeah my fighter my fighter flight has only been triggered one time a story for another day in barcelona I know exactly yeah what story you're talking about but like um uh, yeah, in that moment, I was absolutely jarred at how much I froze like fucking Elsa in Frozen. Frozen. Like, I literally was like, could not physically move my body. I was so scared. And I was like, oh, I think that's what they're talking about when they say fight or flight. And it wasn't even a, f a flight. It was a, they should change it to like froze or fight because some people <laughs> don't even solid. fly. I didn't even run. Granted, I was like in a room. So I couldn't, didn't have anywhere to go. go, but yeah, you Anyways, were trapped. I wonder, I, I worry sometimes that I just would not be able to, I would, that, that fear would overtake me, but maybe I would have some adrenaline and be able to fight back. Who knows? That's why we should, I think we should start taking like a fighting class. Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah. And then it's like, it's just a, it's an instinct. We go like four yeah. times a week to the point where that's four like times a week. <laughs> that's a lot. It seems expensive. <laughs> Courtney, why do I feel like you're someone that just like knows Taekwondo? <laughs> You oh my god I knew it I knew it no I I told you just know when you look at a bitch and you're like she's done she arts. definitely is like an orange belt yeah like she like dabbled or she's gonna fuck around and be like I'm a black belt literally you stump people just look you know when you can look at a girl and you're like horse girl I look at Courtney and I'm like she knows some shit she can, she can carry her ground she she knows Stand some ground but not even like I look at a girl and I'm like that bitch is scrappy she can fight I don't look at her and think she's scrappy she can fight I think she knows actual like pressure points like I would she, she just like stands there calmly and she's like Whoop, yeah like she has like she like does like three things with her like left index finger and you're like the guy's dead and you're like what the fuck that's the energy you're getting she like Courtney. swings her headphones around and she like she like wraps her yeah. she like lassos them she's like nunchucks yeah nunchucks all right guys well we're rearing at an hour uh <laughs> i had, Wait. had six more things <gasps> a bug where'd that come out of my hair <gasps> let me see what kind of bug is it i don't know a little a little like gnat guy but where'd it come from oh no it's a it's a tick no you're lying i swear to god you're lying i swear to god you're lying i swear Courtney Lyme disease oh wait Justin Bieber had Lyme disease he was fucked up for a while oh, we really were going to talk about pop culture in this episode because Anna Grace knows none. the other day this isn't even pop culture related the other day I saw a video and she's like who's that guy I was like Larry King <laughs> what oh uh, is that really a tick it doesn't have Do wings a... doesn't it look like a tick Courtney oh it doesn't have wings oh little beetle thing oh let's go with the little beetle thing People, ugh, these, the books I'm reading, the girl, lady just died from heart disease because she got bit by a tick and she had Lyme disease. It was a, it's a fictional book, but <laughs> but I still felt bad for her family. Also, a lot of people have Lyme disease. It's really sad and scary. Will you check my hair? Yeah, there could be a lot in there. I just feel like it's full of secrets and ticks. <laughs> Stop. Oh, 
I don't know what that alarm's for, but we gotta go. Love you guys. Uh, Boop Squad back in action. Boop Squad back. Love you. Love you. Bye.